0: unity of Farmington Hills, a powerful path for spiritual living. Think about it, there must be higher love, down Keep
1: thinking of. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Thank you guys. Let's give them another hand. Unity of Farmington Hills has a team, a music team that knows how to hype it up, right? And today, happy Easter to all of you. We're starting off celebrating our 25th anniversary. Woo-hoo! On Easter 1997, we had our first service and uh, Reverend Barbara Clevenger opened up the door and led us to uh, getting started. And now we're going to go on the next 25 years. Amen? Amen. And so I have a, um, I have a certificate that we got from Un- Unity Worldwide Ministries. It's an anniversary certificate. It will be held. It's, it was up on the wall. Um, outside the sanctuary. It says, happy anniversary, uh, no, 20, uh, anniversary blessing, Unity of Farmington Hills for your twenty fifth. that's why I wanted you to, to read it, I'm tongue-tied. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tongue-tied and excited at the same time and trying to breathe too. Okay, here we go. <laughs> happy 25th anniversary. Uh, so it says, 25th anniversary blessing, Unity of Farmington Hills, March 30th, 2022. That was when our actual anniversary was. We give thanks and praise to God for the many individuals who have been touched and blessed by this ministry and for those who will come through the doors of this ministry and feel the presence of God. May whoever ministers here minister in love, teach truth, and by this be such a house ministry that Jesus Christ or any stranger, even one of the late the least, would feel it. And this was from uh, James Dillard Freeman. And it was signed, it's, um, sent to us from the... Executive Director of Unity Worldwide Ministries. He sent a letter too, but I'm not gonna read it. What we're gonna do is we're gonna watch a short, brief video. I wanted him to come see us, but he sent us a video. So let's watch the video. And for those of you who have just started coming, um, our church split a little while ago and then also our minister, the minister who started the church left, but Faith Brower at the time was the um, president of the board at the time, so she kind of pioneered the way of bringing us into a newer expression of ourselves. So I want to come up, have her come up and give a few words, and then we'll have our current board president, Michael Berry, come up and share some words as well. Let's give him a hand.
2: Well, thank you. It was my pleasure and my surprise to (laughs) kind of lead the church for 18 months. And it was such a, we talk about service at Unity of Farmington Hills. And it's not just service that I believe that so many of us give, but it is an act of love. And definitely what I did was coming from a place of knowing, believing, and loving our community to say, we can do this. Change is good, all is well. But I couldn't have done it without the support of the Unity Worldwide Ministry. So I do say thank you to them. Um, some of you, I see faces that were here during this transfer transition that we had. And Reverend um, Judy Grimes came from Unity, um, headquarters, sort of, but she was my liaison that helped us through that. I'm hoping she will come June 11th and then we can all give her hugs and thank her and praise her for helping, because hey, I believe we will be here another 25 years. I wanted just to say that during that uh, transition time, it wasn't just a time of fun and love and prayer and service and listening to so many wonderful guest speakers that we had, if you remember, which is how we kind of found this lady over here. But um, we also created a new mission, vision, and uh, values. We worked a lot and very hard as a board to come up with, who are we now? A transition is tough. You know, you don't want to totally let go of the past, but you have to be in the now, and you have to look to the future. So I would like to uh, read our vision, mission, and values. And our values are up here. They were created by Miss Laurel uh, for our church. Our vision prepares us for tomorrow. And this is what our vision is. So this is who we are in this very moment. Centered in God, we co-create a loving, compassionate, spirit-filled world. I think that rocks. I think we need some applause around that. The mission, the mission shapes our today also. We are a loving and vibrant spiritual community. We teach and inspire all to experience joy and abundance, and to practice sacred service. Yes. And then our values. Could we all read them together? I think it would be great. Diverse, welcoming, loving, spirit-filled, and empowering. Woo! Unity of Farmington Hills!
3: with that. (laughs) So I'm really excited today. It's Easter. We're going to get to that. Uh, But we are, this is really the kickoff to our celebration for the whole year of our 25 years. So a little longer than 25 years ago, Reverend Barbara Clevenger, who was at what was then Church of Today as an associate minister, gathered some friends together to conceptualize pioneering a church on the west side of town that, uh, followed the Unity principles, and that group named themselves the Pathfinders, and these Pathfinders helped to create all of the ideas, and so on March 30th, 1997, in Village Oaks Elementary School, (laughs) Unity Farmington Hills had, or I'm sorry, Church of Today West was what the name was called, had its first service. In honoring those Pathfinders and the 25 years of service that we've done, we are recreating a group of pathfinders. So what we're really looking for is people who have the energy and the excitement to help us into the next 25 years. So you're going to be hearing more about that and there's going to be many more things that we're going to do this year to celebrate our 25 years. We're going to have a big party on June 11th at 2 o'clock in the backyard. Put that on your calendar. We're doing service projects. Uh, We're going to um, look at some of the things that need to be done in this building, and we're going to have a little capital campaign um, to raise some funds to fix up the building, and you know, we're going to have a lot of fun and plan for the next 25 years. So I had the privilege of uh, being on the board at the beginning of this church, and then i had the pri- had the privilege for the last six years of being hey. the president of the board um, after uh, faith led us through about 18 months of um the transition, and then uh, God brought us Reverend Kelly. So I just want to uh, thank you all for being here, thank you all for your excitement, and really look forward to the next 25 years. I think we've had seven music directors, but I certainly think that Nicholas has been our longest term music director. And prior to that, he was in the band as as a bass player, so Nicholas has been around a long time. I want to thank him. I want to thank you think about these last couple of years of not having anyone in the building, yet we are able to grow the church and bec- become even more prosperous. And I really wanna thank Lauren for all the work that he's done and the technology. Um, certainly thank the music team, thank Matthew for what he's done. I mean, he was the only one coming in here every day for, not every day, but most days for two years to keep us up and going. So really excited. Don't wanna take up much more time, but congratulations, um, Eileen. Oh. <laughs> been my it's been my selfish pleasure I want a church so <laughs> if you want a church then everybody uh, step up and, and pitch in and we'll we'll have 24 25 more great years thank you
1: and now we'll have Donna come up to share the announcements real quick <coughs> Can we give Donna a hand?
4: Thank you. She takes this seriously.
1: She tells me when I mess up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to having to follow anybody. <laughs> <except for the laughs> well, again, happy Easter and welcome to Unity of Farmington Hills. And my name is Donna Opoka, and I'm here to tell you the announcements. So we are having fellowship after service for anyone that can stay around. No food yet, but fellowship in the social hall. Our next family trivia night is this Saturday, the 23rd at 7 o'clock on Zoom. And this will be our last Zoom event of this sort. Next month, we're going to have an in-person movie night. So please join us for our last Zoom trivia, trivia night. The women's group is hosting a past life regression discussion on Sunday, May, 2nd, May 1st, in the social hall at 12 noon. Men are also welcome, everyone's welcome. It is strongly recommended that you read the book Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss and there will be a $10 love offering. Our upcoming Unity Basics class will be from May 3rd to June 14th on Tuesdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 on Zoom. The book, The Five Unity Principles by Ellen Debenport, is required. The class is for everyone interested in studying the Unity Principles, especially our new members. To sign up for the class, please email Reverend Kelly at seniorministerunityfh.com. At for, for more information about our activities, classes, and events, please visit our website, unityfh.com. Read through our weekly newsletter, emailed every Friday, and check out our Facebook page. Starting next month, our prayer chaplains will be making monthly wellness calls to check on and pray with our members. To be added to the call list, please sign up on the table outside the sanctuary or email prayerchaplains@unityfh.com. at unityfh.com. And now... As the music team sings Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds for the daily word and opening prayer.
0: grace. I can hear the
3: brush of angels' wings. I see glory
0: on each face. Surely the presence of the Lord
1: The Daily Word for Sunday, April 17th, 2022 is Easter. Today we affirm, through Christ I rise again. And our message reads, on this glorious Easter Sunday, the sun rises on the new day. I am glorious too, called to life and shining with joy because Christ is risen in me. Just as the stone was rolled away, to reveal an empty stone, a tomb where Jesus' crucified body had been. I roll away the stones of all that has kept me entombed and leave my crucifixion experiences behind. Easter is a celebration of Jesus' overcoming death. It is also an invitation to celebrate my victory over all I have survived. It is a celebration of the triumph of truth the resurrection of the Christ within. The trials of the world are always temporary. Today I roll away the stone of limitation and am resurrected into the truth of God. With joy, I rise again. Our Bible verse for today is from John 11, verse 25. I am the resurrection and the life. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes Take a deep breath. Bring your consciousness down into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. Take one more deep breath. As we tune into this space in the center of our chest, we acknowledge the peace inside of us, the love inside of us. And we know that that is the presence of God within. God, we acknowledge your presence today. We thank you for every single way that you work behind the scenes and through the people who are in this spiritual community and the speakers and every other way that you blessed us to make 25 years. And we celebrate our 25 years on this Resurrection Day, thank you, thanking you for resurrecting new life in our church when it had split and was crucified. And in that vein, we celebrate Easter even more powerfully, knowing that if it weren't for you, there would be no unity of Farmington Hills. We thank you, God, for every single way you blessed, every single way you continue to bless, and for the love that's re- resonating in each and every heart and together in the heart of all of us as a spiritual community. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we pray, Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us go ahead and affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect with substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. And when you look around the church, look around the sanctuary, you see that it's growing. I love seeing those faces that were here before returning, the faces that um, were here that I've met, and I love seeing the new faces. So let's affirm this with the gratitude that we're going to grow even bigger and need a new church. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth, fills our halls hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate, spirit-filled world. Don't walk in when I'm speaking, I get distracted.
5: those dazzling heights too vast to climb I got so high to fall so far but I found heaven as love swept low my heart beating my soul breathing I found my
0: life when I laid it down upward
5: my knees hit the
1: up here because that song always gets me moving can we give them another hand i don't know if you recognize that i do that so i can catch get my composure (laughs) oh my gosh i've had so many times in my life i don't know about you guys but i've had so many times In my life, where I had to just let it go, I may not be on my knees all the time, prayer, but when, when I give it up, my knees and my mind do touch the ground. But just think about that. You touch the sky, the consciousness of God is what it means when your knees hit the ground, meaning that you let it all go and you stop trying to figure it out and you let God give it to you. But you get to the point, most of us, when we have to surrender because we've reached every, we've reached, reached the end of our understanding. But I promise you, I've gotten to the point where I don't even do that anymore. I always go in and I always give my heart and I always give my all. And I feel it the first time you sang that song, it touched me so deeply. What I was doing. And so I thank you, Laurel. Every time you sing that song, your heart goes into it, and I love it. And higher love was good, too. <laughs> I like dancing and doing, oh, I wish it was a bouncing ball I could do with my hands when I'm doing that. Oh, my goodness. So I needed that cute little laugh. So I got a, um, a um, kitchen towel today for a gift. It's <laughs> And on the front of it, it says, it's not gossip if it's a prayer request. (laughs) 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 That's a a funny one to me, right? (laughs) It it really isn't if it's a a prayer request. Thank you for that faith. (laughs) Oh man, so anyway. Today is a celebration. It's Resurrection Sunday. It's the day that Jesus rose up. Actually, he had, he had risen early in the morning, and when Mary and the other Mary, and I forgot the other lady who was with them, when the three ladies got to the tomb, the stone was already pulled to the side, and Jesus was not there. Meaning that his spirit had reinfused into his body, and he walked away from that tomb experience. That's what we are doing today, but there is something greater that happens every single time you move into a, a new understanding. There's something deeper that happens when you are resurrected. As, actually, the word resurrection, um, as far as Charles Fillmore, I love Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder. He and Myrtle Fillmore create, uh, are the co-founders of the of Unity, which is practical Christianity. It's using the Christian uh, teachings of Jesus, but it's it's using it to walk it in your life, not just words. The Bible says faith without works doesn't work, (laughs) basically. And the fifth unity principle is that we live the truth that we know. So it's not enough to just learn these principles from the, the Bible. You must live it in order for it to make some real impact on your life. Charles Fillmore says "The resurrection, and this is the book, The Revealing Word, that he wrote. I love this book because it, practically anything, any word in the Bible, the spiritual meaning is in here. Resurrection is the restoring of mind and body to their original undying state. He says this is accomplished by the realization that God is spirit and God created man with his power like himself that man possesses that power like God. So when God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, you have the same power that God has because you are the power. You're fully human and fully spirit. Isn't that crazy to be fully human and fully spirit working together that the human is supposed to be led by the spirit but we have to have our resurrection moments in order to do that most of the time, well all of the time in our life because you have to Crucify the flesh, cross it out as far as it taking over control of your life and let the spirit lead the flesh into this world. Amen. Amen. So the title of my talk today is bringing a higher love. And I thought about that because I realized Jesus said that he was the resurrection and the life. So there's more. Let me make sure my little thing's straight. I, I, I was really irritated with myself when I was watching myself for Good Friday. It was a little, Is it even? Okay. Nobody told me it was off. I was waiting for folks. Nobody. I'm like, okay, I'm straight. Then I watched it. Why didn't they tell me? Even my husband didn't tell me. He'll tell me when something doesn't look right in a minute. He didn't tell me then. I guess that was crucified away too, huh? It worked. It worked. God. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So. Jesus said he was the resurrection and the life. But in order to have a resurrection, you need to have a crucifixion. You need to release what you have, thats a, the detachment that you have or the distraction or the focus that something other than God has over your life, has over you, that is ruling your life. And you can tell because it's those times you're feeling some kind of way. It's those times when things are not going well and you're having issues about how they're going. And that's what we did on, resurrect, on a Friday, Good Friday. We went into... Meditation, and as we breathe, we let those the breath dismantle and release those aspects of our consciousness that block us from being a higher expression of whatever it is you are mastering this year. And you'll know because whatever it is you got to keep repeating and remembering you got to keep repeating love, or freedom, or faith, or joy, or uh, acceptance whatever it is you have to keep remembering is keep yourself in a state of peace. That is that part of your nature that you are mastering. It has come forth to master for the rest of your life because it is a part of your divine plan. But it is our divine plan to live as God. And since God is love, it is our divine plan to be mighty, powerful expressions of love. And every time you are resurrected, after you have crossed out those aspects that have stopped you from moving forward in the presence of God, you move into a higher expression of love, can I hear you say, Bring me a higher love? Bring can we say it again like we know it? Say it yeah, Let's say it as a song, Bring me a higher love. Oh, y'all didn't say the oh, oh, let's do it again. Bring me a higher love. Oh, there we go. We got it. So, when I say it, y'all say the oh, oh, I'm a point to you, okay. <laughs> This is going to be a fun talk. I'm telling you, this is not a sad talk. This is a fun talk, and it's a celebration for our 25th anniversary. The scripture that I want to use for today, I'm going to use a couple scriptures. And the first one I'm going to use, I'm going to switch it up, Howard. We're going to do Romans 8 first. My husband is does the slides. I'm so glad because I get to talk to him ahead of time and tell him, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's like, just let spirit guide you. And it may be right before we leave, he has to put it up all together, but he does it. Thank you, Howard, for that. So Romans chapter 8, verses 10 and 11. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation version of this. Can I tell you I love the word of God? I mean, I love the Word of God. And those of you who are in Bible study with me, you know I love the Word of God. And to see it come alive in your life is so powerful. I'm telling you. Verse 10, chapter 8 in Romans. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies with the same spirit living within you. God, I thank you for the power of your love that has been moving through me and talking to me, working with me in ways that I can't get. I, didn't, I felt the vibration, but I'm going to work with it today. You're going to bring it alive because I'm still wondering how you're going to put these pieces together. So I thank you that my human is decreased, my spirit is increased. I feel your presence, I feel your love, and I thank you, God, for bringing these words alive. Amen. And so, the Christ lives in you. It's interesting that when it starts off, it says that, let me turn back. Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, and that's what we did on Good Friday. The body represents all of the consciousness of the, your flesh self, your human self. And that is what you release and let die down, let, let lo- lower itself. You, you intentionally decrease that consciousness within you in order to move into a higher expression of the Christ that you are. Does that make sense? You ever have a day that was going well and got distracted and found yourself irritated or fussing about something? But some of us who are drivers and have road rage, you're having a good day and somebody cuts you off. And it may get you kind of speaking some things, you know. Even if somebody else is driving, like when I'm driving my husband's fussing, you know. It's like, I'm the one driving. But it irritates him that somebody cut me off and he might start fussing at the person. That's bringing you off your kilter. And when you move in the spirit of God, that part dies off in your consciousness. So it's not the flesh necessarily that dies is what they're talking, the body that, that's being talked about in the spiritual meaning of this. It's the behave, it's the thinking, it's the behaving, it's the believing, it's the speaking, it's the habits, all of those things that bring you into a distraction from God. Sin is missing the mark. It's an archery word. Anybody do archery? It's an archery word that means you miss the mark of being an expression of God. And so those aspects die off, but, but in the spirit, you rise up into your true self. Today, we're rising up into our true self. Today, we're rising up into a higher expression of love. Today, as you walk in that door, you were bringing a higher love. Amen? Amen. What would it look like if we act like it in this world? Like for real? Just think about it. Just think about if around the world, we all decided to start bringing a higher love. We all stopped loving each other because of the way they treat us. We stopped loving each other according to a reward system that if you do good to me, I'm gonna do good to you. What if we just brought the higher love just for the sake of being the higher expression of love? What if we just did that? Do you know that if you do that, You will be the high vibration inside of yourself that never attracts any type of illness. You will be the type of vibration that that activates the law of God, that your life will always be paradise. On the cross, Jesus said, today you will be in paradise with me. But that's only if you choose to release the spirit and today rise up in a higher vibration of love. It is not just God. Did you rise into. It has to be expressed through love because love is putting the God in you in action. Love is putting the God in me in action together. Love is putting the God in me in action. Bring me a higher love. Okay, for real. Let's do it again. You guys, you're supposed to say, oh, okay. Bring me a higher love. Thank you. Woo! I love it. We're going to get it going. (laughs) I should record this, put some music to it. Nicholas can play something. (laughs) We can make up a new song. (laughs) Unity of Frampton Hills version of higher love. But what if you sang that expression with every action, every thought, every interaction that you have with other people? First with God and then with others. What if that became your motto? I'm bringing a higher love. Think about it. How do you think this world would be if you intentionally begin to bring the higher love? Now you've risen up in the consciousness of God, but now it has to be demonstrated in the consciousness of this world. So what if we start living the love that we know? Like for real, for real. The Bible also goes on in um, Romans 5, Romans 5, verse 5, it says, And this hope will not lead to a disappointment, the hope of love, the hope of God. For we know how deeply God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Do you think that love is just sitting there just to sit for you, for your benefit only? And does it benefit you if you don't even ever tap into it or be the expression of love in a consciousness of a relationship with God? Like, for real, for real. How many of you, like, seriously have been thinking about a deep relationship with God? I know I have. Like, seriously thinking about cultivating a love affair with God. Like, every moment of your mind... Just like I was saying before, when you were in love, anybody been in love before? Anybody still in love? No, nobody? Oh my gosh. Again, Howard, only you and I are still in love. I promise, I'm making sure it's still straight. I'm still straight, okay. The point is, when you have those moments, especially when you were a teenager and all you could think about is that person. You know, you're waiting for them to call, your first love and everything. I married my first love. It didn't work. But let's, remi- let's think about God. When you were in love, those moments, if you make that vibration of love the highest thing on your mind, your life will demonstrate to you that your expression is the highest thing on God's mind. How crazy is it? How powerful is it that no one, no one can love you? as powerfully as God, and you are high on God's mind, the highest thing on God's mind, and so are you, and so are you, and every single one of us. How can all of us individually be the highest thing on God's mind? Because we are all unique expressions that will never, ever be created again, and in each and every one of us, that expression of love is waiting to spike up so powerfully that wherever you, I gotta come down here for a second, that wherever you go in life, you glow. So one of the assignments I want to give us, and hopefully you'll do it for the rest of your life like I do, is as often as you can remember, look into your eyes and search for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Search for a spark there, because I promise you it's there. I see it in your eyes. Search for the spark of God inside of each and every one of yourselves. When you look in the mirror every single time, And look in yourself as if you know you're looking at God. Wouldn't it bring a smile to your face? For me, it brings tears to my eyes, too. But that's beautiful because it touches my heart so deeply. And then when you do that, begin to look at everyone else as if you're looking at yourself so deeply because the eyes are the windows to the soul. The soul is your, the history of your expression of God. What if you start purifying all those aspects inside of your soul, inside of your memories, inside of your thoughts that deny the presence of God and that you are the most powerful presence that God had ever made? What if you let your eyes display how much God loves you, not just to you, but to everybody you see, that you see God in everybody's eyes? How would this world be? Like, what if you started emanating love from your eyes first and let that love direct on how you behave? Even if someone is acting out of alignment with love towards you. I promise you, I've practiced it. I won't say it if I'm not having practiced it myself. I've practiced it where people have acted mean, unloving, and hurtful to me. And I've looked at them. I just stopped and looked. Now, just think about it. Somebody acting crazy, especially customers. And you just sit there looking at them. And they're expecting you to go off, and this is, and, and I hate this, and uh, who, who made this is mission, and da-da-da-da-da, and, and you're sitting there. And da-da-da-da, and hands in your face, and you're just, how are you today? Can we start again? Here, take your thing back so you can hand it to me the correct way. And then they do, (laughs) because they're dumbfounded. People usually want to start an argument when they act that way. They want you to act up so that they can be justified in continuing that behavior. But what if you look and bring a higher love to every experience that you have, especially to those who are closest to us, because those are the ones that hurt us the most. I want you to look around at each other, look in each other's eyes, and say, I'm bringing a higher love. You can look behind you, too. And say, I'm bringing a higher love. Look at the smiles that you guys have on your faces as you're saying that. That's more powerful than I'm bringing a fear, fear and hate, isn't it? That's our, that from, the, from now to the end of this church, which will be another 100 years, I'm, I'm claiming. Let's make it our motto, not just to be diverse, welcoming, loving, spirit-filled, and empowering, but as we look at each other, as we look at the world, even as a spiritual community, as we look at the world, let's look at the world, let's be and set the intention of bringing a higher love. Jesus, it's been said, died for our sins. He was ransomed for our sins. That's not the absolute truth. That's that's not the truth. I was thinking about this. If God wouldn't let Abraham sacrifice his son and put a ram in the bush so that he wouldn't sacrifice his son, why would God sacrifice the the one that came down to lead us in how to be the expression of love and light? God wouldn't do that. However, God would bring an example for all of us to see a way of releasing our love and attachment and the lust of the flesh to be a powerful expression so strong that we say, God, I entrust my spirit into your hands and your life leaves your body." And you have such a deep connection with that life source inside of you that you can direct it to come back down inside of you. That's the example Jesus came to show us, to show us how sacred the life force inside of you is, the love that is inside of you is, and the power of that love that you can let it leave your body and then come back in. We have the power to do that, and I have seen many people who have peacefully taken their last breath. Merle Fillmore did, Charles Fillmore did, my grandmother did. She was ready, and she just went to sleep and peacefully left her body. When you choose to make peace with God, love, and life, you will know when it's ready. That is the example Jesus came to show us. Because when Abraham was first told, he was told, take your son and go sacrifice your son. But he didn't. The ram in the bush is the love of God and will always be there. It will always be there. Let go of this world completely. We've done this, we did it Friday. And like I said, as you look in the mirror, see the presence of God in your eyes. And when you look at each other, sit for a second. Just take count to two. When you look at each other, or when you look at other people, and let the presence of the higher love of God be felt, not just in you but in them. You'll know it. You'll know it. Bring me a higher love. Whoa. Yes, oh, amen. So I'm bringing a higher love together. I'm. Bringing a higher love. Um, say it again. One more time. I'm bringing a higher love. Do you mean it? Yes. Are you ready to do this for the next 25 years? Yes. Okay, I'm going to do it again. Bring me a higher love. Yes. Thank you, God. Amen, amen. So we'll have our music team come up.
0: I will rise, I will rise I will rise, I will rise It was like somebody knew how to cripple me With a perfect plan to break my belief Take me piece by piece till my faith was all begun. couldn't get up face down in the dirt. I heard the voice of love saying, "Do not fear you won't be here for long. I will rise again. I will rise again. I believe, I believe that I had to break so love could make me whole. But I will rise again, stronger in the end. I believe, I believe in a brand new day, a love that so I can say, I will rise again. I'm not who I was, you won't recognize me. Love came down and redefined me. Piece by piece, we move back together differently. And the perfect plan to try to bring me down all all oh, shame, it's been turned around as I come so alive. Death is afraid of me. And I will rise again. And I will rise again. believe I believe that I had to break so love could make
1: Take a deep breath and bring to mind what you feel led to give to Unity of Farmington Hills for today's service. And as you exhale, exhale in the consciousness of prosperity and rising up into a higher expression of love, abundance, and joy. And let's go ahead and affirm our uh, love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. Now let's stand up. Bring to mind who you feel led to pray for for today, that we let they remember that they have risen up as well. And if you want to call their names out, you can, I will, I'm about to pray. Imagine us in a virtual prayer, in a virtual yeah, prayer circle, including about 30 people online as well. So imagine 80 people in a circle. And God, as you hear the names that are coming forth from our minds and our hearts, for those who we know need to remember who they are so they may rise up again, we thank you for their resurrection Sunday. When it comes, in their, in their divine order, which is unified with your divine order, your divine timing, and your divine way. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, I pray. Thank you, God. Amen. Let's all say amen. amen. And let's go ahead and pray and do our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. fellowship uh in the social hall downstairs i love you all bring a higher love
0: thank you for listening to this unity of farmington hills podcast we hope this has encouraged you inspired you and uplifted you if you are unable to attend our sunday gatherings but would still like to support our spiritual community visit our giving page unityfh.com donate